BLM v EDL. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, um, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday or the day before. It was the day before. Yeah. The day before yesterday. And so they're called counter protesters. They're not even pro- what are they protesting against. Um, they also what I was reading. They were saying far right um, protesters that were protecting the Winston Churchill statue. And the uh, Black Lives Matter protest was called off. Um, I don't think they were solely there to protect the Winston Churchill statue. Oof. Mm-hmm. I think they were just there to like start violence. And the way the media was like portraying it to be a scuffle when there was like yeah. loads of people. Like they were throwing, I think it was like beer. The beer and stuff. Like they were throwing they were alcohol. Fr- they were punching the, police, the officers. police officers. And the police officers weren't in like some yeah. riot gear either. Yeah, I know. Like they were just wearing their, you know, their shiny green Yeah, their normal reflective, pr- reflective yeah. gear. And it was just like they were just there. And like nothing in the media was saying, oh. They called it anti-Black Lives Matter yeah, protesters. that was just... How can oh. you be anti-Black Lives Matter and it's then disgusting. not... Th- oh, my God. Did you see the video where the White Lives Matter guy called the All Lives Matter guy... I didn't guy, watch it yet, but I saw, like... Uh, I don't know who called who a racist, but... It was the... I'm guessing it was the All Lives Matter guy calling the White Lives Matter guy a racist. Whoever it was, it was... It was a mess. It was that just... Is, like... You can protect... Like, why... No, the thing what, that was, I was so. Oh, this is what, how you know they had no plan. They were just there to fight. They were putting the Nazi salute. Oh, that was And so they were protecting Winston Churchill's statue like, when he fought against the Nazis. And it's all like older white yeah. men who are like old and like. Boomers. <laughs> Boomers. And, and Generation X. Like, some of them with their shirt off, like they have these Nazi tattoos yeah. all over their body. What? And like they're just like. Like what's what's the point? And they're saying God save the Queen. I saw that. Makes sense. Doesn't make sense. I mean, see, and but but they're not but they're not racist. Yeah, they're not racist. not racist. The Nazi sign. Completely. (laughs) Yeah, they're not they're not fascist. They're not. There's nothing wrong with that. I saw if this was black people um, being violent. Like imagine if a black guy put a Nazi sign. Oh my day! Can you imagine that? Oh my! He will be all over the media in a millisecond. But why, because why? that's what attracts them. That what attracts them is playing into the stereotypes when minority groups play into the stereotypes that is portrayed by the media. Exactly. That's what attracts them. It's like a black guy would never put up the Nazi sign because he knows like the that's wrong. The, the oppression behind it. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's, it's common decency. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Like it's twenty twenty. Why are you putting up the Nazi sign? Exactly, and why are there anti-Black Lives Matter protests? What does it What does it do for you? What does it do for the world? How How can you like? That's actually blowing my mind. Like, how can you put the Nazi sign up, especially in the UK? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we do? Do you know how much we've learned about the Holocaust? So much. Like, the only things that we've really learned about in history is is the Holocaust. Exactly. Like, that's like the one thing that really stands out. Mm-hmm. And it's like you've even brought in Holocaust survivors exactly. to, to speak at schools. And then there's this whole generation, exactly. But there's this whole generation who still think it's okay to put up Nazi signs. It's like, are you a Nazi? Is that why you're putting the sign up? I feel like <laughs> level two G says he's. I feel like that's another reason that they, like people just do that for attention. Yeah, to just like oh. There's no real reason. It's because they know. They may not be some may not be aware of their privilege, but they're unconsciously aware of their privilege at the same time. They know time. they can get away with yeah, it. Yeah, because they know they can get away with it. Then, oh, what was I gonna say? Um, damn it, I forgot. Oh no, no. Um, I got sent this video where it, it's on the world the curb, mm-hmm. and uh, a black uh, a black student was like making a reciting a poem mm-hmm. in a classroom it was on black history month and then he stopped the teacher from teaching and he was like um you always teach us the same stuff uh-huh. all over again the civil rights movement martin luther king why didn't why not teaching us about like malcolm x or the first black person to create something and he was listing all the names i mm. cannot remember them off by heart but that just shows that's literally reflective of how i haven't been taught any of this it's always martin luther king it's the sad, civil rights it? movement and like the rosa parks like rosa parks wasn't even the first person to boycott the bus it was uh, another 15 year old girl exactly but it's, it's true like 
you know that saying that the the winners rewrite history yeah and it's like we're seeing everything through one lens that's so clouded and i think that's not like you there's no one person or one group of people to blame for that i feel like it's just like subconsciously the world that we've created Mm -hmm. and it's just human nature we want everything to be easier we want things to make more sense we want it to be clearer but that's not reality that we want to look at things like they're fiction because a book is easy to read there's characters there's one storyline there's one main storyline you know Mm -hmm. but real life is messy it's it's dark you know everyone everyone's human everyone has bad things yeah everyone has mistakes exactly everyone's flawed we're all sinners but i don't think racism is like a mistake like you clearly know that you're being prejudiced towards a group racially prejudiced towards a group of people and then you say i was too young but then a seven-year-old black girl going to a protest knowing that their father has died because or or their fellow black man has died because of their race you know um george floyd's daughter gianna gianna floyd yeah she was given stock in disney by stock like stock in disney Someone gave her... I, d- I don't remember the name of the woman, but she was a white woman. Um, she gave... I don't know if she, she's, like, someone who's, like, involved in Disney. She might be the current she CEO. I don't, I don't remember her name, but she gave her... George Floyd's daughter stock in Disney, and she was holding it up. The amount of stock hasn't been revealed to the public yet, but I was reading the comments under the post, and someone was like, oh, they do anything for clout. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's no longer about the death justice exactly it's, it's like, about it's a uh, spectacle now it's marketing now exactly because like. i saw um the body shop it sent oh my god who was it they sent someone it was a controversial statement of someone uh sending them like a box of body shop stuff and then they sent it to them and it the whole the what people were arguing against body shop was the fact that they're using this trend mm-hmm. to show to market and profit of it profit of it off it but i don't know why people are acting surprised like it's not it's not a surprising thing this is the world we live in and it's like (laughs) you can be angry but it's not going to stop people from doing that a business is a business a business wants to make money and they're going to do that any way that they can i feel like the only way to like show these uh businesses and like what they're doing is to boycott them and like everyone has to stop like buying from them and stuff and if that's a very hard thing to do to make everyone on Mm -hmm. but that's the only way to make them realize that what they're doing is wrong because they know people will shout and do everything but nothing will happen to them that's true but i think the only way that that will ever happen is is people need to people need to stop waiting for change yeah you You need to be the change change, exactly if you if you don't like what the body shop is doing like their marketing how you think that they're maybe racist whatever mm-hmm. you think that they're doing is wrong take that and make something that you think is better mm-hmm. and then someone will see what you're doing maybe find yeah. a flaw in it and they will do something that they think is better like keep adding on keep going like make your own yeah there's no reason not to that's and i think sitting around waiting for change is the most useless thing <sighs> that's what the last generation did like not all of them but, but a like, lot of them yeah i feel like that's like I think that's from last week, the conversation that we had to this week. Yeah, it's my perspective's changed, changed a lot. Me too. Because last week was about we want change. Mm-hmm. This week is about be the change. I'm not exactly. sitting around waiting for other people to change because exactly. you've shown for years. Mm-hmm. Like how many hundreds of years has it been? Nothing's really changed. James Baldwin, uh, who's a black author, he said. Um, one well, my my sister waited, my dad waited, mm. my my grandfather waited, I waited. How much more time do we have to wait? And I was like, wow. And I think this was like before the twenty first century. I'm not sure, mm. but yeah, that that really it still resonates. To me. Yeah, it still resonates now, and that's that's the saddest part. But I think I was listening to Dr. Umar Johnson. Mm. <laughs> this guy incredible like, I this love his incredible. confidence he's just oh my god when it comes to race but I've heard he's homophobic and like sexist and misogynistic but no, no buts actually but I haven't seen any videos on it I've, I, don't, I haven't seen anything about, about that maybe maybe, maybe. we can't he, say he's not yeah but he definitely he definitely loves his, uh, his black people I know he does Um, what was I going to say I was watching his live and he was talking about how America 
is awarding uh what's it what's the word re reparations that's uh, the word so they're giving people black people money they're giving ethnic minorities money are they? they that's what they said i can't remember who it was but i saw it like a news article they're preparing to give all african-americans reparations oh yeah of, like that's it was something like thirty thousand us dollars and each then, person each black person exactly yeah. and then he was talking about it and then he was talking about why it's flawed mm-hmm. and then he was like first of all you're assuming that the no it wasn't why am i saying thirty thousand? it was three hundred thousand. <laughs> i was thinking thirty thousand sounds so small yeah, like actually. it was like three hundred three hundred thousand is still little for 400 years of oppression that's exactly what he said but not not for 400 years of oppression but he said that for someone who doesn't have money mm-hmm. a little bit of money yeah means a lot to you like you're thinking that three hundred thousand dollars is a lot more than Uh it actually is and then he gave the example of what do you think three hundred thousand dollars is to bill gates what do you think it means to mark zuckerberg what do you think it means to jeff bezos like it doesn't mean anything to these guys because it's not money like it's not a lot like they make it seem Mm. like a lot because they've given you nothing and now that they've given you something you're making it seem that it's so much more than it is Mm -hmm. and he said that that's the problem with african-americans and sort of ethnic minorities when you've yeah. been depraved so much that when the person who's oppressing you gives you just a little bit you think it's everything yeah. and then he was talking about how first of all you're assuming that that money is tax-free and even if it is tax-free they're not going to give you all that money in one go it's going to be spread mm. out across like 30 years mm-hmm. so they'll give you like some like ten thousand a year and then that will carry on and then he said oh so what are you going to do with the money and then he was like, oh, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to buy a house. And then he said, you're going to buy a house and that house is going to cost you 1.3 million. And then he said, you're going to spend all your money on that house. And then when you buy the house, you're going to have to pay property tax. Mm-hmm. And property tax is going to, you've saved your kids money. So say you have five kids, a yeah. wife, you've moved into this house. You and your wife have spent all your money on buying the house. And now you have the kids' money saved up for them and their future. But now that you've bought the house, you have to pay this property tax. And the property tax is expensive because mm-hmm. the house is expensive. So now you've spent all your kids' money on the property tax as well. And now you're back to square one. You have nothing. You have a house, but you have this property tax you can't afford now. So it's like, he's, he's just saying that just because they're giving you something, you think, oh, now that they've given me something, you know. That is everything put right. Exactly. And then he's saying it's just another, like it's just it's the same thing a again and game. again. Exactly, it's just a new game, but it's 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 the same rules. Exactly. It's the same cycle again and again. They're just changing the mm-hmm. costume this time. Like he also said, um, it was an interview where there were all black people on the panel, mm-hmm. and he said, um, oh, he he uh, he said that white people will never understand racism, mm-hmm. and. And the other people, one person was arguing uh, that they do, and he was just like, no, they don't. If they did understand racism, then they would have changed the system, reformed the system, made, like, everything possible so that there, there's minimal racism. This is not exactly what the words he was saying, but it's this is what I got from, yeah, mm-hmm. what he was saying. And I, and I was thinking, that is so true, because if they understood racism, mm-hmm. then there would have been change by now in the system, in every... In every working place that you you see, it's owned by a white person. But I think that's another big problem, is that a lot of black people are sitting around waiting for white Mm -hmm. people to understand what racism feels like. Which they never will. Exactly, it's impossible. It's Mm -hmm. never going to happen. Well, maybe never going to happen, but like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, It's not happening. Like, in our lifetime, it probably... Our lifetime, our kids' lifetime, our kids' kids' lifetime, their, their kids' lifetime. Hopefully we can't be like I, no. but that's the thing like black people don't want white people to experience racism we don't want to yeah we don't want white exactly not, don't you think that would have happened by tweet, now i saw a tweet of like you're lucky black people want equality, equality and not, not revenge exactly and people always think that we hate white people when i'm arguing about racism people always get the connotation like i hate white people and that's not the case i just but that's, I that's just, I just don't like racists and the fact that white people are the superior race holding us when you go into a workplace the, the superior superior person is most likely to be white 
do you know do you know what makes black people upset mm-hmm. it's the fact that there's white people out there who refuse to acknowledge the fact that yeah. we live in a system that is benefiting you and not other people and mm-hmm. no one's blaming you for it exactly because this happened long before any of us were here exactly we're not blaming you for that but we're saying but now that we're saying we want change change can only happen when you acknowledge that there is in fact a problem but if you're not acknowledging that there's a problem we can't change the system yeah it does and i know do you know what i've learned uh-huh. there's a difference between the word systemic and systematic yeah i didn't know that me too like, i've been using that well. word wrong <laughs> So systemic is like, let me grab my phone out. I believe it's like systemic is it is the system, system and systematic yeah. is it's a- acting a, upon this. In it's the a system. product of the system, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Oh. So if you can't admit the fact that racism is systemic, yeah, and not systematic, then I, like you, that's why people say you are the problem. Let me give an example. So Winston Churchill. He was working part of the system. He was the system. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but he mm-hmm. like he he was basically the controlling system when he was prime minister. Mm-hmm. And so, in 1954, people were systematically mm-hmm. um, torturing Kenyans. Like, I saw a video where they were torturing Kenyans. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And that was systematically because it was ordered by the system. Like it was okay. Yeah. And they kicked... That's the difference. The white settlers came and kicked Kenyan yeah. people out of the, mm-hmm. the area. Of their homes. Exactly. And then... Because they were black, by the way. <laughs> In case you didn't know. No. <laughs> so the Winston's, uh, Winston Churchill statue... Being protected. About, yeah. You Do know, you think it should be taken down? Yes. I don't think it should be taken down. You can explain yourself. I think the whole, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, the protesting in the UK, I think in the Ameri- in America, it's, it's definitely, it hasn't changed. It's still going strong. People are by the thousands marching every mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. But I think in the UK, oh my God. Like, I'm not liking what I'm seeing anymore. Whoa. Like, I think, okay. A part of me, a big part of me understands why people want to take down the, the, statue. s- the statues yeah. of slave slave owners slave traders because we shouldn't like i guess the people don't want to see that they don't want to glorify it exactly yeah we don't want to glorify that but at the same time i think that's not like two two weeks ago you didn't know the name of the statue like you didn't know who he was mm-hmm. you didn't know who what he did and that's because of the education system though that's true like we know a lot about winston churchill and um what he did as a good person for Britain, mm-hmm. but apart from Britain, he oppressed the Irish people too. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but he did. That's I read. I read somewhere where he sent. I don't bombs. know why they don't want to be. Yeah, British. and then like um, he the Bengali fa- famine. Oh yes, I and about that. the way oh he, like he was racist. He said something about Indians. Was it Indians? I think so, probably. I don't even want to say the wrong thing, but he called, um, he definitely said uh, a, a minority group being like rabbits and beastly. He's just, yeah. Like, no one would want, um, okay, the economic, like, I heard that the economy in America has gone up since Trump was president, mm-hmm. but then no one's going to put a statue of Trump 20 years later because of what <laughs> he did for the economy. But think of it like this where do we live? Where do we live? In the UK. We live in Britain, don't we? Yeah. And who who's arguably the most famous prime minister in the UK? I would say it's Winston yeah, Churchill. Yeah, I would say too. And for good reason. I'm not saying that yeah, solely. Yeah. I'm not saying for good reason because uh-huh. like, it was actual good reasons. I'm saying there are reasons why. Th- there's a statue after him. But there's, there's statues over loads of people. He did do a lot of good, I guess, for the for the UK. Mm-hmm. He did. Like, he helped build the world that we live in now, you know? And there's no denying that. No one's saying, we sh- like, you shouldn't glorify him for being a saint. This is the same thing as Gandhi. Yeah. Like, everyone is human. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has evil in them. Everyone is capable. As much good as they're capable of doing, mm-hmm. they're just as much capable of doing that evil. And most people do those things. 
Most people are racist. Most people are prejudiced. Most people are yeah. sexist, misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic, yeah. anti-Semitist. People are these things. And it's like, just because like public figures, celebrities, politicians, yeah. they're still people. They're still capable of, of having these beliefs. Obama is a good example. Obama oh, wasn't God. a great guy. Obama was... You could say Obama was evil. He was, he's titled a mass murderer. Exactly. Like every other president of the United yeah. States of America. People aren't... Just because he was the first black, black president, president, that's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a great step forward for America, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a great step forward for the entire world. But does it mean that Obama was this incredible... incredible. He wasn't president. a saint. He yeah. wasn't a martyr. It's impossible. He was human. He did bad things. Winston Churchill did bad things. And yeah. I think... Just no, because he has a yeah. statue, like I feel on. like bec- the, I feel like these a statue is made to honor people and to glorify people, and then is it is it the people that they're honoring and glorifying, or is it their memory, their legacy? Because I think those are two separate things. Yeah, but when you put a statue of someone up, oof. Because Winston Churchill, the man, the held. I feel. See, that's that's what I'm saying. Like he's. When, when you're raised on this platform and mm-hmm. you're put on a pedestal, there's two separate things inside of you. There's you, the person, and then there's you, the, the public figure, the politician, the celebrity. Mm-hmm. And those are sort of the ideals and, and sort of the... Okay, but if we put aside the fact the that if there wasn't no war, yeah. his, statue wouldn't, his statue wouldn't be up. That's the thing. That's true. Oh, what was I going to say But as there well? was a war. Yeah, there was. Exactly. So it's like I think that's the only reason they put him up because we won the war because of him. I think a more effective thing would be to teach people in school yeah. that Winston Churchill did great things, but he also did a lot of bad things. Mm-hmm. Therefore, then people will question why is the statue even up in the first place? Then, but see, that's um, that's we live in Britain. It's it's sort of the pride you know you're never going to find a statue of winston churchill in india mm-hmm. in bangladesh yeah, you're right. in kenya you're not going to find it there because he didn't do anything good for them but it makes sense that it's here because he did do good for this country and i think the people in this country who see that statue have the duty to educate themselves mm-hmm. on what he did how he made this country great yeah. and that was off the backs of other countries but if someone doing good doing more evil than good shouldn't mm-hmm. be put up as a statue the fact that um in every protest in london that has happened in most of the protests london has happened his statue was vandalized and the others weren't mm-hmm. and the government is putting up um is covering uh, covering with the turtle statue up knowing mm-hmm. that his statue being up there is wrong and it affects the people because maybe the last generation yes they love the statue being there but now people are growing and understanding that not all people like you said are martyrs or seen as saints then in that case we shouldn't have any statues of anyone exactly like gandhi's statue shouldn't be up the fact that he was claimed to be a pedophile and a sexist and a racist margaret thatcher's one shouldn't be up too she has a history of so who do we who do we who do we honor them who do we who do we celebrate who do i don't we think we should put people to a pedestal so high mm-hmm. as to even the statue that's that's a very good point because even in islam it teaches you that yeah because that's basically you're you're glorifying a whole human like you can praise that person by telling them and if when they're dead like Winston Churchill is you can tell the good stuff that he did but also the bad stuff Mm -hmm. because that was publicly done Mm -hmm. he didn't do it in private like most of these racist most racist regular folks are like but the time in which he was doing it the 1950s Mm -hmm. it was a very different time I know racism was widely accepted it was embraced Mm -hmm. that was the time and era that they were living in and it's like, I feel but like still deep down they knew that um, oppressing wrong. another Definitely. person is wrong. Definitely. But it doesn't, like... Who's I feel like people think that sta- no one, because everyone's yeah. human, everyone's done something exactly. bad. We should teach people, like, um, in history. 
I, I, all I'm saying is I don't think it's bad. Like, I don't think a statue should have that much power over yeah. people. I feel like people are giving it too much attention. I feel like it's defeating the, the purpose of the, the protest. Like, it, like, come on. Like, to the black community, come on. Like, for all, our, all the things but that I you could demand. Why, but I understand why. It's like, the first step to change is the small stuff. Like, imagine you're protesting against why the system. Why start small? Why start small? Like, That's what I'm saying. I know, but it's, it's just step by step Taking by step. down a statue isn't going to change what has happened in the past. Okay, yeah, I understand. Um... If they go big and go hard, uh-huh. I feel like and that's they've done th- the they've civil done rights that part, movement. Yeah, that was go big and go hard. Yeah, and they've done that. Then yeah. the, the statues would be next either way. That's the They'll thing. be next either way. I'm saying yeah. yeah, but start with the big things. Start oh, yeah, with the. I, where you go from I feel now. like this is why the protest in I feel like the protest in the UK make no sense to me anymore. Like I went uh-huh. to the first one. I've been to one protest, and yeah. when I went to that, it was the first one that they had in the UK, and it felt good. For like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's get justice for George Floyd, say their names, Breonna Taylor. And a lot is good a lot of good has happened from that. The police officers have been convicted, Breonna Taylor's law has been passed, even though her murderers have not been caught. Ugh. Make it make sense. Please, America. Please. That's the same thing you were saying, the mind trick game, what was it you were saying? The they just keep doing the same yeah. thing. Like, we think that we'll give that's you a this, good thing. But we're not giving you what you really want. Exactly. We'll give you part of the thing that you want, but not the entire thing. You still, you're still on the route. We're just extending it just a mm-hmm. little bit to make you feel good. What was I saying? King Leopold's statue being down is good as well. Oh, 100%. That, that should have been gone ages ago. But they teach, they teach what he did. did that he, he killed 15 million Congolese people. But not in our history. Not in our in history, but in Belgium's history, history. In their schools, they do teach. Because I remember I was reading, I watched a YouTube video about it and I was reading in the comments mm-hmm. and then people from Belgium you know, were really I angry. You know, I get that. They were like, we do learn about this in school, though. Mm-hmm. But the sta- I agree, the statue shouldn't be there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just a statue. And it was a slave owner, though. Everyone was a slave owner back then. <laughs> were on. they not? Hold on. King Leopold was obviously a king. Exactly. And he was a, he was a slave owner, so I would get why... He would have slaves. Slaves, exactly. Yeah. But, but it, it was, was a- humans. It was black humans. It wasn't white people that were slaves. It wasn't... What were the people of color that were slaves? Asians. Yeah, there probably was. Asian people. I need to educate myself on this. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to talk something I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but as as I know, what I know is that black people were slaves, and he enslaved like in the four hundred yeah Congolese people. millions. Mi- and was he the one who who would cut off their hand? Yeah, yeah cut off oh. the, and there was a picture that that I cut off the, the hand and feet of the daughter. Of a slave. That was so sad. I don't. I don't remember what movie it was, but I was way too young to be watching it. I remember they would just be lining up to get their hand chopped off. I saw a movie like that as well. I, I turned it off. You know, when I watch these movies, like I, I get emotional. Like I couldn't even finish. Like I said before, I couldn't finish George Floyd's um video. But then imagine even slave narratives. Like I need to read some, but I know that. I, I, I watched one where I was like they would whip them and I got told that I got told that um, a woman a black woman she got so happy that she didn't get whipped that day because she picked the amount of cotton that she was meant to but the others didn't because they were right under her and she was so happy that she didn't get whipped and yeah, it just shows it. yeah and it just, and it just shows that she was happy for not getting whipped because of um, the amount of cotton she picked like it was so sad like think about that do you know what do you know what's funny i was watching a video yes a couple days ago by this guy andrew i can't say his last name but he's a comedian extremely Mm -hmm. funny and he made this like he has this like sort of like instagram tv youtube Uh, YouTube, like this little show Uh it's very short it's very educational and he's been talking about race on it and Mm -hmm. he's white and he, he was talking about um in what's it called America they beheaded the Christopher Columbus one of the Christopher Columbus statues and he was talking about this is what I was thinking and I found this video like the point I was thinking about the whole point of getting rid of statues and how like it's not really doing anything and it's not useful and he was talking about how we live in a world right now where slavery is still happening it's happening in Libya there's a slave trade for black people in Libya in yeah. China, slave labor 
yeah, from no, kids to make them. iPhones. Like, <laughs> we're recording this on an iPhone right now, and we're so benefiting cool. from from slavery. From we're benefiting from racial oppression. Exactly. That's from child labor, and it's like we live in a society where we condemn those who have done the very thing that's still happening now, and yet on one hand, on one hand we're cursing them. And on the other hand, we're reaping the benefits of what they sowed. And it's like, it's so contradictory that it's like, it's, it's, it's embarrassing, isn't it? It's like, with one hand, you're doing this, and the other hand, and we choose to look the other way. Mm-hmm. We have said to, why didn't they fight back against 400 years of oppression? And the fact that none of, most of us don't even know that there's a slave trade going on in Libya is literal reflection of the ignorance. I want to do a whole episode on how a slave trade began in the 21st century in I Libya. Re- I really don't know how that began. I I want to like that's going to be a whole episode that we're going to dedicate to this podcast because and it should get awareness because it's it's unbelievable. Like, I want to know how these things happen. I'm convinced that people don't really care. I feel like it's only the oppressed that are caring. I feel like even the oppressed people, like, a lot of them don't care. Yeah, like, they, cheat, of, they don't want yeah. to care. Like, they don't want to feel a that A lot pain. of oppressed people are like, I know grandparents who, like, they're so traumatised and have been desensitised by all this oppression that's going on. They're like, oh, is there ever, ever going to be change anyways? And I get that because... Some people have given up and are so desensitized to the killings of people like Armand Aubrey and George Floyd. Like, even when I saw it, I was like, what? Again? Mm-hmm. Like, again? And I don't think people understand the traumatizing effect that has on people. Let's talk about police brutality. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the real issue that people want to talk about. And the race is a sub-genre. Because mm-hmm. I think... Oh, I saw a video where it's li- it was literally like a police officer saying he pulled over someone and he was like, don't worry, don't worry, we, don't, we only kill black people, remember? We only kill black people. That. And she was like, please don't kill me. Well, I mean, she didn't say that actually. I don't know what she said, but she was like, am I going to jail? And he, she was like... And he was like, no, we only kill black people. And I was like, whoa. Do you see the video of the police officer in the UK who pulls over some guy and he's like, no offence, mate. It's because you're black. Yeah, it, I saw that. No offence. It's because you're black. When you hear no offence, just know I'm you're offended. in for, I'm like, yeah. Like, police, people are like, um, the p- police lives, police lives matter. Police lives do matter because they're human yeah. beings, but police but you, are abusing yeah. their power. That's what we're But you know what you have to see? You have to see that when, when you're going into a job like a policing, mm-hmm. you, are in for, you are in for occupational hazard. You are in for danger while you're on the job. And you are probably told that before you're going into the system. Um, 100%. And obviously your life is on the line when you're on when you're wearing that badge or when you're a detective mm-hmm. you're getting threats every single day because you're dealing with criminals that's you're the dealing, job you signed you're, up for. you're dealing with the criminal justice system there is always going to be danger left right sense of the job you are in whereas black people and people of color they are in danger because of who, who they're, they didn't who they're born in they be. didn't choose to be black they didn't choose to be a person of color but you choose to be in danger when you go to be a police officer. Same as the fire department. But you don't hear exactly. F the fire department, uh, do you? you don't... They do their job. Yeah. Oh. The 13th on Netflix. I really recommend that 100%. show. 100%. Incredible. Very when cruelty. I first... The first five minutes, it, it told me that... Um, no, no, not the first five minutes, but I remember this, this, this statistic. One in 17 white people are more likely... One in 17 white people are more likely to be in prison for life, whereas one in three black people are most likely to be in prison for life. When the 
how does that make like sense? And how what's the percentage of of, of African Americans in America? It, apparently, it was six point five percent, but they make up forty percent of the prison population. And you're telling me that's that's equal. Mm, that, and you're telling me that's nothing to do with race. And another thing is, black neighborhoods and mm-hmm. ethnic minority over neighborhoods, policed. Latino neighborhoods, can way over policed. And of course, there's going to be more crimes um, and more arrests and more convictions. Exactly. Then white neighborhoods. If you go actively looking for it in a neighborhood, you're mm-hmm. going to find it. Exactly. Your, your, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And I've been told that um, um, the Black Panther Party was created for black people for Jackson because of white people because of the white people in the system because you're, you're going to be attacked for being black by a white person and this was in the correct me if I'm wrong 50s or 60s I don't even want to like say mm-hmm. it was that the only the sole reason why um, there were it's not even called gangs it's called um, an organization for protection of black people was created was to protect them against the system of oppression that was controlled by the white man do you know what the 13th uh like what i really found interesting what? the organization alex and they they write laws with senators and they leave like it's like a form is it alex blank. yeah oh alex not alex no, same thing. I, I, I read it as Alex at first yeah. as well. <laughs> I, I, I that's it. the part that I got very confused, you know. They they basically... It's, it's funded by corporations. Mm-hmm. So, like, Wendy's was part of it. Walmart was part of it. All of these big companies yeah, feed that. these people money. And these guys make laws that benefit those companies. Yeah. And then they basically write, like, a, a layout, like a form, like a bill. And uh-huh. they leave a blank, so the state of, and then they leave it blank, oh, and let the that. senator fill in, fill in the state, and then they tell you what the law they want is, and then uh-huh. you just have to write your name at the bottom. And then one senator, I can't remember what state, it might have been California, I don't even know, I can't even remember. And he might accidentally, have been I can't remember what it was, but he accidentally left the the print, you know, the their sort of copyright yeah. trademark thing on the top where yeah. it says Alec. Alec. Yeah. And then someone asked, oh, the lab- the yeah. font is the same as when I went to the Alec website exactly. page. Exactly. Like the logo was there. Do you want to explain? He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, what? Like, how is this just happening? Like, there's people outside of the elected body who really make our laws. It's probably happening in the UK as well. It probably is. It's just not being, like, like it hasn't exposed. Been exposed. When I talk about this, I just, I just want to, I don't even have to explain myself, but I, it's not me hating on white people. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know how to explain myself at the same time as well. But the whole race thing. Uh-huh. You know, this can also be seen as something more than race. It started with race with um, the ancestors, mm-hmm. but now it's money profiting off of racism. Because I heard um, on the 13th, there was a tape saying, oh, or something against uh, black people, like hurting them. It, the system is made to hurt black people. And there was a guy that worked in the government. Was an he American like a government. campaign officer? Yeah, I think so. And, uh, the war on drugs. Oh, yeah, the war on drugs. Bill Cl- you know Bill Clinton? Oh, yeah, it was that. He, what's it called? He, he made a statement not too long ago about how he introduced a bill that would create longer sentences and like introduce life without parole and all of these crazy incarceration measures to keep people in prison for longer and he said that that was a mistake and he was wrong and he was way too harsh and that he didn't really consider what he was he was doing and he didn't consider the effect that it would have and that's that that bill that he introduced was the reason why so many uh black people Uh became incarcerated it was like three strikes and you're out like it's a game that's crazy like that's if, if you think about it that's crazy because everyone has a life everyone has a story uh-huh. everyone has a family everyone has a mum, a dad maybe a brother or a sister you know 
Yeah. Like they've lived their life, they've gone to school. Like it's a life. And it's like they're living those behind bars because of a bad bill that was introduced Exactly. By the then president and now That's the bill that changed America. The war on drugs. The war on drugs. Because Nixon introduced it, and mm-hmm. he was he was saying it as a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Then Reagan literally made it happen. Yeah. Then Bill Clinton produced it. He made the bill. Wow, that's mad. Latinos are affected so badly as well. Like there's so many immigrants in cages. Oh my god, the ice, the ice, um, pretty much yeah. concentration camps. You know they they call it detention uh, camps, but we all know what it is. Oh my god, this, it's a prison. Mm-hmm. Like the world we live in is so scary, evil, so dark. Like things that we condemn people for doing in the past, like the Holocaust and the gas chambers are happening right now, mm-hmm. just in a different part of the world. And just because some people in in high places of power don't feel like talking about it mm-hmm. it doesn't get it doesn't get talked about and that even now that we're talking about it i'm i'm saying i'm thinking what can, what can we do what can we actually yeah do? i was talking about this to my friend the other day like what can we actually do apart from signing petitions because you know petitions can also be literally disregarded that's true There's they that have the power to just shoot, push it under the rug and Oh God! Is this is literally the love for money and power? That that's the only reason this is all happening. Money is actually the root of all evil. Yeah. Because if racism and oppression, and all of these prejudices weren't profitable, mm-hmm. they simply wouldn't happen. Exactly. It also like talks about the fact that we live in a capitalist society. Oof. Capitalism is not the way, by the way. <laughs> That's what we're trying to I feel like we need say. a period of, of socialism. A period of communism. And then, communism? Yeah. Something radical. Because I feel like capitalism oh, yeah, right now is... is not it. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I don't think I could live... like I, I don't think capitalism in itself is bad. I think capitalism in the world that we live Living, in right now yeah. is bad. I feel like the way they're controlling if we had a all, capitalist society. If we were all equal and we had the same starting position, uh-huh. capitalism would be the That's only where way. socialism is when they believe that everyone should have the same income. I think that's communism. Well, communism. Communism is when everything is state-owned. So no one owns anything and you, you only have what the state oh, gives you. That's actually a good idea. There was like a metaphor with cows. And how you have two cows and your neighbour has no cow and then the government takes one of your cow and then Mm -hmm. gives it to your... I think that's socialism. Yeah, I think that's socialism. And then communism is the state has both the cows and then they give you the milk and meat that you need. They give you and your neighbour equal amounts of milk and and meat. Capitalism is everyone for their own. So I think socialism is about sharing wealth. Yeah. Where is the Malcolm X and Martin Luther King of our generation? Because... We need, like, we need a leader. Like, no matter how people hate, like, one person having power. Like. Oh, my God. Let me get back to what Dr. Umar Johnson was saying. Because this guy, like, his life, it was so, oh, my God, like. Like, his It was getting me so excited. No, like, it was the life. Oh, what he says. Yeah. It was getting (laughs) me so excited. Because he was like, oh, we need five states in America that belong to African-Americans. It's African American states. That makes sense. Like fifty and, out, five and, out of fifty. Uh huh. And then he said something like, "We want California, we want <laughs> North Carolina, we want South Carolina, we want New Jersey." Wait, South Carolina, like Southern America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're mainly Southern states. They want the Southern states, and then one Northern state. Which That's would be where like New Jersey. slavery was happening, you know, South America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not South America, Southern yeah. of North America. Yeah. But yeah, he said those are the we want these five states, and then that's we want that's ownership. That's where black people built. Mm-hmm. And then he said we want ownership. No, it's it's the five states with the largest population. Population of African Americans. That's what they. Oh, uh, makes sense. 
and there was ten of them and then he said we need at least five and then what else he said the they need they should have ownership over all black music oh because that's the america's second biggest export black music the music industry and if they had control over the they had the rights over the their ancestors music he was talking about Aretha Franklin, Michael Jackson, all the greats, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. He said if they had control over their music, then they would they would have enough. Michael Jackson. And he said it needed to be stream. eastern on the eastern coastline, uh-huh. close to to Africa, so they could they could clean. If they needed is, to. He's so funny. <laughs> exactly. What he's saying is funny. I saw one time on video, it was like he saw um a black two black young girls. And then he uh, he's like, oh, A's and V's, <laughs> no C's. No C's, because A stands for African, V, Black, C, Caucasian, D, do- was it doubles? Devils. Devils. Oh, and I started laughing. Uh-huh. I started laughing when I saw that. <laughs> That's okay. something like an uncle would say. Exactly. Like, <laughs> but it's like he's 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 very well educated. He's yeah, a doctor, he is. He's a PhD. He's incredible, man. He's definitely a visionary. He's incredible. I feel like I, I like. I feel like that's him. our leader. I but wish, like, I'd, like that's what people. I could yeah, people. I could like people were against Malcolm X. People were against Martin Luther 100%. King. People are against Dr. Umar right now. Like, if he formed an organization, I'm telling you, he wants to build a school. That's his. He said to go donate to my school. Like he wants to build a school to educate Aww. black kids on on real life history. And I think that's amazing. I think that's one thing that I would definitely want to do in my life. I want to, you know, Elon Musk has a school for his kids. That's yeah. incredible. I want a school for my kids. That's that's the level of sort of not even wealth, just the level of integrity. Exactly that I want mm-hmm. for my like. I don't want my kids to enter just any sort of education system. I want it to be. I'd actually wanted like that's that's a dream of mine to establish a school. That's cool. Because I feel like that's like education. Like schools are a powerhouse. It they is. Sh- they really do shape the way you think. Think yeah. It gives you access to, like school for a long time is the only place you get access of, to information you know the new york new york city police lieutenant took a nil i think last week with the protesters and now a week later he's saying that he regrets taking the knee and that the only reason he did it was because he was afraid that his officers would get hurt mm-hmm. and that it goes against everything that he stands for what, what do you mean goes against everything he stands for? He didn't he didn't go into depth, but I'm guessing a lot of police like high ranking police officers yeah. across America are upset because they think that the the people have turned against the police and they're upset. Uh-huh. Because sort of like all the good that they've done has been overlooked and that a few uh-huh. bad police officers and what they've done has has sort of defined police officers all over all over America. Mm-hmm. And that that goes to like that goes to the same where it's like people talking about you don't get to have bad ones. It was Chris Rock in his yeah. stand up comedy and he was talking about you can't have bad apples in some professions. Yeah, he, so he gave the example of pilots, but also police officers. Like you, sh- you shouldn't have bad police officers. The thing is, yeah, I saw a statistic where it was, it was I think it was. Oh. God, it was like the money that is distributed towards um, in America, mm-hmm. and like the most was the police department. Like it was like way above like housing and education and funding, and then on the side was a little bit to to um, police officers that have been um, like had murdered people and were like had complaints against them, and then they will pay off like kind of stuff. Like, instead of paying them off and wasting money on, like, all this stuff, you should just charge them, put them on trial for what they've done. Because that's actual murder. Police officers' disciplinary records should be made public. That's definitely true. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people have a right to know who's serving in their community. Exactly. <sighs> the way sex offenders are... Exactly. ...public in... Um, you want to know who's a sex offender who lives near you? You want to know who's a racist police officer who, near, who lives near you? Mm-hmm. You should have the right to know. I also think that what was I going to say ah communities I feel like communities is needs to be built 
people need to invest in their yeah. communities. Because the government isn't going to invest in your community. You need to invest in your community. Community centres are so, like... I, I wish the community centre that we had was actually, like, a rural place. I saw a YouTube video where it said, um, like, you see Sikh communities all together and you see um, Arab communities together, mm-hmm. but you don't... Black people don't have a community. And I was like... You know what? That's true. I don't know in America, but mm-hmm. in the UK, I don't see black communities organizing stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't see. Um, At least we don't hear yeah, about it. We don't hear about it as exactly. well. I feel like the only people who are really gonna invest in your community is you. Yeah. And it's like if you want the people in your community to be educated, you need to take the initiative and sort of build the community in the way you wish it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the only way forward. Instead of waiting around for police to that's why people are saying defund the police they're not saying defund the police because the police aren't important we're saying use that money that you're putting into the police to be catching criminals and encouraging criminal criminal behavior and criminality put that into the community and stop people from becoming criminals let me give an example um so um, um, uh, a girl with mental health she was like suffering obviously with her mental health and then the police was called mm-hmm. she was she died she committed suicide mm-hmm. and because because she didn't get the right help like you the police was called but obviously that police is not trained in like supporting and they don't have the 13th uh, netflix documentary uh, mentioned this as well police do not have uh, police officers do not have that that knowledge of understanding human behavior like psychologists and mental health workers Mm -hmm. like that that's what we mean by defund the police but that's like the regular police you know like the in america they call them like b cops the the ones in uniform Mm -hmm. who have patrol cars and they go in their their first response yeah they don't have that kind of knowledge but people who are detectives and everything above that they do have that knowledge so why don't the basic uniform police that are going around doing these like arrests who are working with communities mm-hmm. why shouldn't they have the same knowledge they should yeah, because exactly. they're the reason why especially in america i feel like america's crazy gun laws need to happen trust oh, you know i was God. thinking about the other day like i don't think i would go outside as much if there were gun laws in the uk like if guns were, if allowed, guns were legal in the uk oh i would not God. step outside as much like america's crazy like it's actually like crazy you can have a gun i feel like you can get a gun just by shooting uh, a target mm. and then you've got your license already where was it this gun the, license, though. you could buy what, what was it target you, can you can buy guns at target yeah you can and walmart what was which one we was can't the, drink the... At, on, at 18 i just don't get that you can own a gun at 18 but you can't drink at 18 i don't think americans deserve to be drinking at 18 with their fucking guns no they should be 21 yeah but the th- yeah that and i agree with that uni but still before they should be drinking yeah okay it, it sh- the okay i don't i don't really i agree with that um the what was it the drink mm-hmm. the drink law but having a gun at 18 over drinking at 18 doesn't make sense to me America's I could be sense. wrong. Maybe the gun law age is higher, but... I don't think it is. I doubt it is. The man who was lynched in California. Um, Robert Fuller. You know four people were hanged in one week. One that. was in South Africa, though. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she was pregnant. Like, why... Police suspect foul play. <sighs> but you need to... Oh, in one of the trees, you need to climb a ladder to like hang yourself it was a suicide like i feel like that's extremely suspicious anyone yeah. caught hanging from a and tree and four in one week though is very suspicious and with all this going on they're just brushing everything on the rock because you know like the blm movement is very loud you know i don't, I don't know who who that man is joe biden huh joe biden the yeah, the Joe Biden. I don't know how to pronounce the surname. Whatever his name is, how can this man say that even the death of Dr. King, Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. didn't create as much? Ah, uh, what was the word that he used? Let's let's use noise for better. For paraphrasing. Exactly, as as the death of George Floyd did. That's what he said. 
What? I heard that was the most insensitive. He said that. Yeah. Wait. He said it in a conference. He said that Martin Even, Luther King's death didn't make as much noise as George Floyd's exactly. death. Exactly. He's saying why? Why do people basically? Why do people care so much about the death of George Floyd? Why? Like, why are people doing so much? Oh, this is the privilege. I'm telling you. It's the white privilege. It's the rich privilege. Ignorance. It's, it's complete the, ignorance. It's the the fact that he's a politician as well, so he won't ever experience any, you know. Um, I'm not saying he won't experience any. What was the Prejudice. the word? Yeah, but not as much as a person, a common person, as uh, like a citizen of America that is in a deprived area. Mm-hmm. Of course, you will understand. Goodness, the riots that what that made civil rights movement like. Six days of violent yeah. riots and the civil rights bill was passed. Exactly. Does that not six days? That must have been. That must have shown British how riots like that riots. must have shown how loud it was that they couldn't even like. I don't even want to use the word, but control them that they had to, you know, do do the bill. You know what? I'm gonna have Angela Davis mindset. What's her mindset? Like it's very strong and willful. Mm-hmm. Like, she she said in an interview. I think everyone's seen this by now. Mm-hmm. But she said in an interview, when you ask me about violence, you've obviously never endured the violence of black people mm. that black people have endured. She said another woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Angela Davis was still alive. Like, me I too. saw a video of her, and I was like, oh my god, this woman. Like I saw her in the thirteenth. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. Someone's like, I like the way she talks. Yes. Yeah, so, and then like I've oh, been seeing videos nice. of her when she was younger with the afro. afro. Oh, was so like, powerful. Yeah, Angela Davis. The fact that she won her own, like, she was filed and, and her, own, I, her and own she, case. yeah. That's Ooh. incredible. I need to read more of her stuff. I need to be unapologetic, actually. Like Misha B said, I am an unapologetic black woman. Because what I face... Mm-hmm. I've actually experienced a lot of racism. It's just my... A lot of them was microaggression. Mm. Oh... And well, I don't like it when people say covert and over racism. Like, because mm-hmm. racism, it's racism. racism. Mm-hmm. It's well, and when I get into arguments with people, I I want it to be a discussion, not argument. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to even say it's an argument. I just want to be a discussion. That's true. And when I come across to you as like defensive, defensive, I want. I want you to understand why because I don't even I'm, sometimes I don't even come across as defensive it's just oof, how do I put this into a sentence hmm. yeah I just want to discuss with people and make their mind open and I want you to also open my mind because I understand why some people see George Floyd's uh, murder as not racist but then you can then you can also see it as a racist act. Did we talk about that? No. There's a video on Twitter that talks about uh, all lives matter, black lives. No, it was something like white lives matter, black lives matter exposed. And it was just a video of all the police brutality that white people have faced as well. And to that, I want to say that no one's... I think the big issue here is police brutality. That's the thing mm-hmm. that people want to actually tackle. I yeah. think that's the point. But I think race is a big part of it uh-huh. but it's not the entire thing yeah. the problem is police brutality that's what we want to fix here especially in the case of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor Ahmed Aubrey was, was yeah lynched. that was a race that was a lynching that was a racist thing because he fitted a description that was completely racist because that was he was he was hunted he was hunted, hunted. Like, they hunted this man because of the colour of his skin I just want to say that wasn't police brutality by the way that was that was an act of racism. But police brutality... I feel like police brutality is the big thing that needs to change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the protests here are kind of getting lost in the noise mm-hmm. because there's no... If if you're protesting, protest, but protest with a reason. Protest with a clear, definitive set of this is what we want. Mm-hmm. This is... We all know the reason why you're protesting, but it's almost like the people in yeah. power look at you, even if they do want to help, they're thinking, what can we, we do, do for you? Tell us what, what to do. What I've got from the process is to defund the police and to reform the system, mm-hmm. which is clearly what the government do not want. 
they've clearly Joe Biden clearly said I am not going to defund the police there's not enough variety in terms of presidential candidates and prime minister candidates and mm-hmm. there's not enough people with different mindsets and it's yeah. hard like you're choosing between the lesser evil but I would really really suggest watching the 13th on Netflix 100% like it's only one hour and what 20 minutes 30 minutes yeah yeah it's very informative within the first five minutes you've already been educated on the black people's sufferings and blackface why that is so problematic did you talk about blackface no we could talk about that in the next one blackface needs to die Blackface was started to dehumanise black people, by the way, to make them fit into stereotype of criminals, rapists, and a danger to white women, by the way. Not not just white people, but white women specifically. There's a film. The Birth of a Nation. Yeah, it was that film. By D.W. Griffiths. That um, rebirthed the The racism, basically. And, and the burning plan. of the cross was yeah. never a ritual yeah. in the Ku Klux Klan. But because of that movie, it became like yeah. what the Ku Klux Klan And it made them for. like look like this patriotic and heroes. Oh my god. Why do Ku Klux Klan still exist as a, like, a normal group organisation? The fact that I have to sign a petition making them a terrorist organisation. They the, do terrorist acts. Just because they don't wear the white hoods and the... and They do. No, like in, in on a day to day doesn't mean oh, that yeah, they're not true. still terrorists and they don't still exist. They clearly do exist. Anything else? Um, we're not anti white, we're anti racists. <laughs> That's a very good point. And on that note You've been listening to Can You Hear Me? I'm Suad. And I'm Sabrine. Thank you for listening. <laughs>